Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 530 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. All right, we are watching some local news in our area right now. In East Lansdowne, PA, two officers shot, and uh, we are, are hopefully going to get an update from the chief of police soon. The house is on fire. It looks to be a total mess, but we do believe the officers are uh, okay. Uh, thank God. We're trying to get more details on this. Everyone is um, waiting, but people are still inside their homes. We don't know if the all clear has been given. There were gunshots, officers yelling active shooter. And another neighbor saw at least two officers being taken away in ambulances. And then there is going to be an update from the chief of police at the hospital momentarily. So uh, there's still a house fire going on. There's still a lot of details coming in. We're, we're all over it for you, though. Don't worry. 855-839-1210. And that is the big story of the day today. It's brought to you by Dr. Mike Venaria. With two locations to serve you in Cinnamon and Woodbury, schedule your free implant consultation today for your perfect smile. Call 856-786-2020 or visit VenariaDental.com. VenariaDental.com. By the way, Gina Carano is fighting back against cancel culture. Good for her. Fighting back against Disney. Disney whacked. Gina Carano for uh, nonsense, a tweet that was so benign, so absolutely benign, and they fired her and she lost her gig on The Mandalorian. Meanwhile, her co-star, Pedro Pascal, who's actually, I mean, he's the, he's the lead, but he had also tweeted out a Nazi comparison, only he compared Trump supporters to Nazis. So that was okay. So ABC Disney China did not mind. Well, because ABC is the parent company of Disney and or Disney's the parent company of ABC. I always forget. But either way, China is the parent company, the total parent company. So it's ABC Disney China as the official name. Anyway, ABC Disney China did not have a, a, a problem with that. Mark Hamill compared Trump to Hitler as well. You know, you know him from Luke Skywalker and the terrible reinvention of that character that they've done in the uh, Kathleen Kennedy years. Just destroying Luke Skywalker, destroying Luke Skywalker. Ah, oh, it's an abomination what they've done. But Gina Carano got fired. Her tweet was about COVID, and it was about how Jews in Germany during the 1930s, how neighbors started turning on neighbors. 
it wasn't anti-Semitic in any way. It was a point about how it's very easy for the government to start getting you to either hate your neighbors, betray your neighbors, turn in your neighbors. And it was a historical point that she was making. And it's an accurate historical fact. Whereas Pedro Pascal and uh, Mark Hamill, they both just called you a Nazi just for being a Trump supporter. And again, ABC Disney China was fine with that. Here's a little bit of Gina Carano, who now is help is with the help of Elon Musk, is now uh, fighting back against Disney. Take a listen. What I've learned is that if this can happen to me, this can happen to anyone. I am uh, I'm easy to work with and I am passionate about what we do. I am always excited to be on set. I even worked with them as much as I possibly could to resolve any issues that they had. But, you know, eventually you have a line and, you know, when that line gets crossed, you just have to say enough, enough is enough. And if I look back on, uh, on what I, if I would have caved and I would have done something that disrespected myself, then I wouldn't be doing any favors to, um, the next generation to my nieces to to your children you know um and i felt like since i didn't have any children i was um a person that could could stand up and say some things and the things that i said were so gentle they weren't aggressive they were never with ill intent they were never malicious and um that's how i know because i was so conscious that you know if this can happen to me this will happen to you and if we just pass this along to the next generation. Uh, you know, it's just going to get worse and worse. Elon Musk tweeted out, uh, basically, an anonymous source sent him something from Disney. It is mandatory institutionalized racism and sexism with their inclusion standards. And Elon said, if you were discriminated against by Disney or any of its subsidiaries, ABC, ESPN, Marvel, etc., just reply to this post to receive legal support. And as usual, the Zeoli Army has uh, saved the day by giving me the true definition of gaslighting, since my two producers were, as usual, completely useless in helping me understand where it came from. So Tony Ranzoni, otherwise from the Ranzoni podcast, I'm guessing, gaslighting is based on a 1944 movie, Gaslight. It's about manipulation and deals in part, and deals in part with an actual gaslight that the antagonist dims over time, convincing the protagonist that she is going crazy as he tells her nothing has changed. Hmm. My car, gaslighting is when you deliberately do something to rile someone up and act like they're crazy, unhinged, because they're all riled up. It comes from a 1944 movie called Gaslight. Chris Apolito says, Gaslighting is a term soon to be extinct once the progressive green left realizes you can't say it without promoting fossil fuels. Solar lighting... (laughs) And wind lighting, here we come. Hashtag words matter, hashtag Zeoli Army. And Exile in Jersey again, pointing out that gaslighting is from the 1940s movie Gaslight. Her husband drives her insane by repeating that she didn't see what she had seen. Well, as much as I'm a film buff, that one got by me. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And that check-in on social media brought to you by our friends at Cherry Hill Vavo, where relationships matter. On Route 70 in Cherry Hill. And Opelka tweeted that to me as well. And he'll be taking over at 6 o'clock today because i got to head out to the <laughs> Terry Hayes event up in Wayne. Hopefully I'll see you there tonight. But it's an incredible old film. Mike said it was black and white. That's why none of the children understand it or remember it. Ingrid Berman, Ingrid Bergman, Charles Boyer, Joseph Cotton. It's a classic. Well, thank you. I will put that on my list. 
Uh, we are awaiting now an update on what happened in East Lansdowne with the um, fire there. But basically, uh, we know the two police officers were injured responding. And we're also waiting to hear from hopefully Congressman Jeff Van Drew. If he's not called to the floor, we'll call in and give us an update. But in the meantime, on this issue of, of Disney and <laughs> Johnny Cook, if Jeffrey Tubin can discharge himself, so can Al Green. But I'm bump. Very nice. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, well done. Well done, Johnny. I appreciate it. Uh, on the Gina Carano thing, I, I do think, though, it's important to realize that there are two different standards based on where your politics lie. Um, and it's ridiculous. You know, this is her livelihood. This is her career. Gina Carano is a very talented actress. There's no question in my mind that um, what Disney did to her was terrible. It was wrong. It was absolutely wrong. And 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 she didn't deserve that. Nothing she said was anti-Semitic in any way, shape, or form. Nothing was promoting Nazism or, or, or anything for that matter. But it's a classic case again of what typically happens. And what typically happens is the targets of the left, they'll find something to cancel you for. Disney entertainment content, inclusion standards. Standard on a screen presentation, at least three of the following five areas need to be met to fulfill standard A. Oh, we have Congressman Jeff Van Drew. All right. So Congressman Jeff Van Drew joining us now. Live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Congressman, it's great to have you back on the show. I'll be seeing you Friday night where they're honoring you at the Atlanta County Republicans at the Ronald Reagan dinner. So congratulations for that. Oh, I appreciate it. And, you know, I uh, I question their wisdom, but I, I very much appreciate it. It, it, it. it is an honor. And I, it's an honor to have you there as well. We'll have a lot of fun. We will have a lot of fun. So first of all, give us the update on what's going on. With the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas, I saw the dirty political trick that the Democrats pulled yesterday with uh, one of their members who was actually in the hospital at the time. Look, you got to give it to them, man. They're playing for real. They see the end game. The end game to them is to change the United States of America structurally and forever uh, and to make it just another global nation in the world, not this unique experiment, this extraordinary country that we have. And if we're not careful, we will lose. So they play hard. So we would have been ahead one vote, but two things happened. One, Steve Scalise, who's getting treatments in Louisiana, who is doing very well, the majority leader, but wasn't slated to come back until next week. Uh, like I said, he's doing great. He's going to be a yes vote for impeachment, but he wasn't there. And they literally ripped somebody out of the hospital, brought him in on a gurney. I didn't see it, but I was in a different position, so I wasn't able to see it, but evidently brought him on on a, a gurney to vote. And all of this to make sure that the individual who is responsible, along with Biden and his administration, for all of the illegal immigrants coming in, for the law-breaking, for the open borders, for everything, for the crime, for the Chinese nationals that are in our country now, for the people that are on the terror watch list that are in our country, the individual who has not kept his oath to protect the United States of America and to abide by the United States Constitution, they did all of this to protect him because they see another end game as well. It just it's it's infuriating that we're talking about a so-called border bill yesterday, and it was really a foreign aid package. I mean, that's really what this was. And I'm glad you voted against it. I knew you would. Obviously, we knew you would. 
But, I mean, it was a foreign aid package, or you spoke out against it. A foreign aid package disguised as a border bill, and it was it was uh, completely irresponsible. The bill was a, was a joke, and now they're still going forward pushing the foreign aid package. I know. And let's, let's talk about that bill, though, uh, because they were trying to confuse people, and they confused a few, not the majority, but a few. This bill was bad public policy. I mean, it was a bad bill. It was one of the worst bills I've seen in a long time. Understand what it did. It said that it was going to take care of our borders and our border problems. Oh, but it didn't. It put new money in to build the wall, to finish the wall. It didn't stop catch and release. It didn't stop um, all of the activity that's going on the border, um, which includes the drug cartels controlling the border. It didn't ensure that people would be immediately expedited to their country of origin. It allowed up to 2 million, just about 2 million new illegals in the country every single year, but just would process them. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. This was a nothing burger. I mean, I would call it something else, but we're on radio, and I I don't want to, you know, say what I really think it was, but uh, it, it was awful. It was terrible. It was an insult to the United States of America and the American people. It really, truly was a bad bill. Um, and then they had the foreign aid package in there, which they want to do is they want this, this is what's so wrong. And we're trying to fight against rich. They want to package everything together so that there might be one thing in a bill out of five that you want. But you have to vote for all the things that you don't want or the opposite, you have to vote against something that you do want because it's surrounded by all this other stuff. For example, I believe in the aid to Israel, and I will vote for that. Israel is one of our greatest allies. I support them, and I know that they are trying to get through what was a horrific attack on them, uh, and they need to take care of business. At the same time, they put over $60 billion more for Ukraine, money for their fire service, money for their police, money to maintain their borders, money for their emergency medical teams. We don't even have enough money in the United States of America to take care of some of what we should do. Our homeless veterans, our veterans without health care are, you know, just across the board um, what we need to do in this country and to maintain our borders. But we're going to give this all to Ukraine. And I want people to understand with over 60 billion dollars for Ukraine, $14 billion in change for Israel. And if we do this, if, they, if this gets through, we will have given as much money just about to Ukraine in the last year as we have given to Israel since the 1940s and its inception. I mean, there's something wrong with this Ukraine thing. We're not tracking it well enough. Of course, you want to help the people. But it has been a country that's been corrupt. Not all the people are corrupt, and I feel badly for what they're going through. But again, it is due to the weak policies of this administration. You know, when noise was made in the last administration from Russia that, you know, they were going to move in on Ukraine, it was immediately nipped in the bud. President Trump called up Putin, told him what was going to happen if he did this. Putin stopped. And he didn't talk about it anymore until we got this new administration. He started it again. And this administration just kept letting him talk about it, amass more and more troops 
every week, every month around Ukraine should have been nipped in the bud, wasn't. So, of course, Russia moves in because they can smell and see weakness. And this is what happens when you're weak. And, Rich, I'll end up with this. Uh, And I mean this is so true. Ronald Reagan said a country is never attacked because it's too strong. Weakness breeds war. Strength breeds peace. Well said. Well said. And that is a point that we will drive home Friday night at the Ronald Reagan dinner with the Atlanta County Republicans, where they honor you, Congressman Jeff Andrew. Before I let you go, real quick, the windmill issue is back. Obviously, the New Jersey BPU. I saw you and your colleague, Congressman Chris Smith, were actually fighting this in Jersey and also in Maryland, too. You guys did a road trip. Um, we got to stop these things. I mean, they're, they're, they're still trying here to destroy the Jersey Shore. Rich, they just won't let up. I mean, and I'm just, New Jersey's a great state, but the things that this governor is doing, saying that all, uh, the only vehicles that will be able, I think it's 2035, uh, will be electric vehicles. Let the people choose. It's a free country. It used to be a free state. And now he's talking about banning all fossil fuels, 100% of all fossil fuels banned, and they want to do an actual amendment to the state constitution. And on top of it, they want to actually put these windmills along the entire Jersey coast. Hurts the shoreline, hurts the beaches, hurts tourism, hurts the fishermen, hurts the fishing industry itself, uh, is not safe as far as national security and creates problems with radar and other issues. Uh, and it is going to increase the cost of our utilities a lot, not just a little bit, a great deal. And worst of all, Rich, there's a common theme. This is a, it's all, it all fits in together. It's called a weaker America, a global America that's just like every other country and is going to depend, and we will if they do these wind turbines, is going to depend on foreign countries for its energy because they are foreign countries by and large that are making these and putting them in. Here's the bottom line. You've got to, the folks that are listening right now, we all have to make a decision. Do we believe in American exceptionalism? Do we believe that we are the greatest nation that was ever on the face of the earth? Do we believe in being strong? Do we believe in being number one, faster, smarter, stronger, and better than any other country? Or do we believe we're just the same mediocre stuff and that we're doomed to failure and that the future isn't going to be good? And this wind turbine issue is part of it. We won a major battle. We've got a huge war. We have to be up to it. And I'm willing to get in the fight. Well, thank you for being in the fight. We appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you Friday night, my friend. Congressman Jeff Van Drew, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, as always, for getting the word out. I appreciate you. It's the 5 o'clock happy hour on the Rick Zioli Show. Brought to you by the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. A premier full-service resorting conference center. GrandHotelCapeMay.com Alright, we are, um, it's a fluid situation, but why don't we jump into what the report here is on 6ABC, Matt, if we could, and just kind of get an update on what's happening in East Lansdowne, PA. Two officers shot. Uh, responding to a shooting, an active shooting. Okay, just one of many neighbors who were just trying to find out exactly what was going on and may have heard the gunshots when it exploded. Back to John Paul now at the scene. And, and John, again, this remains a very fluid situation. Any new information yeah. since we last talked to you? No, the, the, the newest information we had came directly from the district attorney who I just saw walking down the street 
chased him down and got that information and you watched it live along with me as he explained what all led up to this it started with a 911 call a report and I want to emphasize a report of an 11-year-old being shot. And I do want to mention, I talked to some neighbors who said they didn't know about an 11-year-old there. So that'll need to be cleared up, and that's what the uh, DA was saying as well. He needs to make sure that there was actually an 11-year-old who was shot. They don't know that to be the case. But either way, police responded, and he says... That and see they took gunfire and that matches up with what neighbors have been telling me as well neighbors heard the gunshots looked outside they saw officers coming under fire and the officers returned fire shortly thereafter the fire started at that house i'm going to step out of the way the house still burning you can see the smoke coming from that area now it looks like a, even a family is being let back in with a, a small child so this tells me that the scene is under control and that seems to be uh, backing them up what the DA was saying as well. Uh, they're just going to kind of have to wait until it's safe to go through what's left of that home and to find out if the shooter is alive, the way the DA said it. They don't know if the shooter burned up or not. Uh, but this is uh, another uh, soundbite we want to show you here uh, from the uh, DA just a short time ago. Let's take a listen. While we're waiting for that to uh, come up, we just saw the, uh, Six the mother and here. child walk <clears throat> maybe four houses down and go inside. So I'm not sure if they needed to retrieve something, but they were allowed to go through by the officers who have this whole area, this whole block uh, is sealed off. They're not letting anyone through, but apparently uh, they live here, so they must have needed to get something. And she did have a small child with her. She lives maybe six or seven houses down on the other side. So I want to let you listen in on what the DA was telling me in the last 10 minutes. The, the individual inside set fire to the house, and it's been burning for quite a while now. Um, they are putting the fire under control, and then we're going to deal with whether or not the shooter is still alive inside the house. So it's still an active crime scene. Uh, there's a lot still going on out here. All right, we'll continue to monitor this for you and um, keep you posted, obviously, as uh, this continues. So uh, the other big story of the day is that Nikki Haley lost <clears throat> to... None of the above in Nevada. Uh, she's now an election denier, officially calling the Nevada uh, primary a scam. Uh, we'll get that audio for you in just a moment. We got it. All right. Here's Nikki Haley talking about how Nevada, where she lost to none of the above, was rigged. Take a listen. Does that situation in Nevada hurt a little bit? No. I mean, Nevada, it's such a scam. They were supposed to have a primary. Trump rigged it so that the GOP chairman, who's been indicted, would go and create a caucus. We knew months ago that we weren't going to spend a day or a dollar in Nevada because it wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't even count Nevada. That wasn't anything we were looking at. We knew that was rigged from the start. Sure. Our focus is on South Carolina, Michigan, Super Tuesday. So she lost to none of the above, and she's going to lose in South Carolina, Michigan, and all those other uh, states in Super Tuesday, too. I, th this is a amazing here that she's still in this race. Sorry, keep going. We did New Hampshire. We're continuing to grow. That's what matters, I think, more than anything else. But look at what happened this week. Mm. Here you have Republicans lost a major vote on the border. Mm -hmm. Republicans lost a major vote on Israel. Donald Trump was found that he will not have immunity in all of these court cases coming up. The RNC chair is fired. Mm -hmm. 
all of this chaos is happening around us, and Donald Trump's fingerprints are on every bit of it. We can't. And the Republican primary voters Republican. don't care. They don't care. That's the thing. They don't care that Donald Trump uh, is is having to fight these court battles. They're glad the border bill died, and they don't want any more money going to Ukraine. Once more, Steve Kornacki put it very well about how unpopular, how deeply unpopular Nikki Haley is with Republican primary voters. Take a listen. Haley, without Trump's name even on the ballot, still loses to the none option by better than two to one. So that's that is a tough reality for her. Trump is even on the ballot and she loses and it's a closed primary. So it really reinforces what we've been seeing that when you're just talking about Republican voters, she's really she's really getting clobbered with Republican voters, Uh, independents and Democrats uh, that keep her in it. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is that. Even though they didn't spend any money there, people in Nevada knew there was a primary. If they wanted to vote for Nikki Haley, they could have. They would have. They were able to. They didn't want to. So none of the above, like in Brewster's Millions, beat Nikki Haley. I mean, come on, you know. By the way, I wanted to mention something, too. A former UFO boss named Sean Kirkpatrick. Yeah, Haley lost 64 to 31 percent. 64 to 31 by none of the above. I mean, you cannot make that up. She's deeply, deeply unpopular. That's why even if this goes to convention, I don't think they're going to pick her. I don't. Uh, Sean Kirkpatrick worked in the Pentagon as a top official overseeing the tracking of UFOs. He told his leadership that the department wasn't telling the public enough about the mysterious aircraft or the government's efforts to investigate them. Kirkpatrick, who served from July 2022 until December as the first director of the Pentagon office dedicated to investigating reports of UFOs, was concerned that conspiracy theorists would take advantage of the lack of information and the public's fear to promote their agendas. Quote, there was a strong concern to engage in the public discourse as often as I thought we needed to. The fact that they, the Pentagon, can't figure out how to get at the message without concern for spillage into other areas has always been a frustrating point. We'll talk more about that, obviously, in the days to come. But, you know, I have a lot of questions on that. I'm sure you do, too. Okay, I'm sure you do as well regarding um, that. So I have a few more minutes here. Sorry, I'm just uh, trying to also follow the breaking news in East Lansdowne. This is one of those days where everything's kind of converging nationally and locally right in our backyard because two cops have been shot. But we we know the officers are, I believe they're doing okay, which is the good news here. Uh, I got a little more audio for you. Speaker Johnson vows they Mayorkas will be impeached. You heard Congressman Jeff Van Drew say it as well. They're going to move forward with this. They are not going to give up on this. Cut number one. Uh, impeachment. I mean, what happened yesterday with the vote on Secretary Mayorkas? Why bring that to the floor if you didn't have the votes? And will you hold another vote to impeach him? Yeah, on impeachment, last night was a setback, but democracy is messy. We live in a time of divided government. Uh, we have a razor-thin uh, margin here, and every vote counts. Sometimes uh, when you're counting votes and people show up when they're not expected to be in the building, it changes the equation. But listen, we have a duty and a responsibility to take care of this issue. We have to hold the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security accountable. Mayorkas needs to be held accountable. The Biden administration needs to be held accountable. And we will pass those articles of impeachment. Uh, we'll, we'll do it on the next round. I think that they will. They won't let them play little games like having a guy in his hospital gown, Al Green of Texas, leaving the hospital against doctor's orders, but obviously the hospital in on it to go there and vote to save May- Mayorkas. Um, I also want to mention to you as well, Don't for a second here, I mean, for one quick second, 
think that uh, getting rid of George Santos was a good idea because it wasn't. And I'm sorry, but Matt Gates says he doesn't miss him. I, I, I'm just, I'm sorry that, um, or I'm sorry, he says I've never missed him more, I should say. I, 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 I'm still amazed at how Republicans threw him out when he wasn't convicted of everything, of anything. And how you've got, what's his name in the Senate? Bob Menendez still there. It's remarkable how Republicans turn on their own constantly. And if George Santos was there yesterday, again, he has not been convicted of a crime or anything. Well, that Mayorkas would have been impeached. And there you go. Cut three. We'll talk about that a little bit. Blake Moore was a yay, and then he switched to a nay. He switched to a nay when it was 215-215. So it was kind of deadlocked. It, you know, first layman, it, you would think that would be the impetus to take another vote and maybe get, get it sure. past the finish line. Why did he switch? Well, because you're only able to reconsider a matter if you are on the prevailing side of the vote. So we didn't have any of our people that were part of the 215 that had voted no. So trust me, Blake Moore wants Mayorkas impeached. Uh, But I got to tell you, Bowling, as I'm watching that board and it's 215 to 215, I have never missed George Santos more. Like in what irony that the (laughs) New York Republicans who drove Santos out of Congress, who are watching the children in their state be driven out of schools so that those schools can become migrant housing centers, that now we don't get to execute on an impeachment trial of Mayorkas because they threw George Santos out. I also wondered, like, wouldn't it have been nice to still have Kevin McCarthy in the House of Representatives? Never thought you'd hear me say that. But Kevin McCarthy, after being dislodged as speaker, took his marbles and went home. He would have been a reliable vote for impeachment. But if he wasn't speaker, he wasn't willing to stick around. And I think that the, the errant expulsion of Santos and the abject selfishness of Kevin McCarthy contributed to this result as much as the three Republican members who, who voted no sincerely. He's not wrong. A Fox News reporter asked Alejandro Mayorkas at a Super Bowl press conference if he'll resign. Take a listen. Fox News, uh, I respect the collaboration and preparedness that we are discussing here to keep us all safe this weekend. My question is for Mr. Mayorkas. Uh, how do you feel this morning after narrowly avoiding impeachment yesterday? Oh, um, I've, um, I've answered this question before. I'll, I'll gladly answer it again. Uh, the allegations are baseless, and I'm focused on the work, which was what brings me to Las Vegas today. Our Republicans have indicated they may hold another vote, and they might uh, have the numbers at that point to impeach you. Uh, if that happened, would you consider stepping aside? No, I would not. Thank you. One last question for the... He's there to uh, give a briefing on what the Department of Homeland Security is doing to help, uh, as opposed to actually dealing with the border. No, I'm, I wish someone had asked him, be like, do you think uh, 49ers left tackle Trent Williams, do you think he could help out with the border situation? He doesn't let anyone get by him. <laughs> <laughs> just just one. like Just one sports-related question for the guy. Yeah. Wish they could have asked him about Taylor Swift, too. Why not? Yeah. Well, they didn't. Well. Uh, your, uh, your buddy, Jamie Raskin saying something stupid again, as usual, Congressman Jamie Raskin on CNN with Anderson Cooper, always trying to say something over the top and ridiculous. Cut number nine. How does anything change at the border though? If, you know, you have the former president talking about it has to be a perfect deal. There's no such thing as a perfect deal. I mean, everything has to be a compromise, even though there's many now in politics who believe compromise is a dirty word. I mean, he doesn't want a solution. He wants a scapegoat. Um, and he thinks that he knows how to run against uh, 
Mexicans and run against immigrants and uh, rapists, uh, other than himself, of course. Um, and th that's the kind of campaign he wants to run. It really is in the gutter. And uh, the but that's not thing. in the gutter. You just call the guy a rapist on. The, but that's not in the gutter, Congressman Raskin. That's very, very highbrow right there. Very highbrow. You know, they could have sent a deputy Homeland Security secretary to brief for the Super Bowl. Could they have not? Uh, yeah, that's, I, I don't like the idea of Mayorkas partying it up at the Super Bowl while the border is in chaos. Isn't that? That's Do you realize that they will have right? strict the, the security at the Super Bowl will be a billion times stricter than the security at the border, like a billion. Oh, for sure. You're not sneaking into the Super Bowl. You can sneak in the border, but you're not sneaking into the Super Bowl. Dave Portnoy has tried. He has tried. Gets and out. I wonder if they'll employ any razor wire at the Super Bowl. Do we know if there'll be any razor wire whatsoever? Sure, it's somewhere. In the I would stadium. like to know. I want to find out because moron and moron may have a case on their hands. <laughs> if anyone gets injured at the Super Bowl on razor wire. It's, there's got to be razor wire somewhere in Las Vegas, right? We need to ask Tony Bruno because Tony Bruno is out there. Bruno, I need you to report on the status of razor wire at the Super Bowl. Whether it's employed at all in any way, shape or form in anywhere in any capacity. I need to know. I need a razor wire update from Tony Bruno. Can we make that happen? <laughs> I don't think he's allowed on our show. We'll get yelled at. No, he can't come on the show, but he can tweet me. For, yeah, that, that's acceptable. Somebody tweet Bruno and let him know that I'm asking him. Give us a live. He's on Radio Row at the Super Bowl, which, by the way, has higher security than getting across the southern border. You need credentials, at least, at Radio Row at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Good luck sneaking out of that without credentials. Hell, those, we're going to CPAC. That needs higher credentials. What's that? They got those AI sensors too, and you walk in. I mean, nothing's getting by them. No, the, you're not. There's a a hundred percent certainty. No one is sneaking into the Super Bowl. A hundred percent. And there is a hundred percent certainty that everyone who crosses the border today enters the country. If they try to sneak into the Super Bowl, they get in a lot of trouble. A hundred percent. But coming in the border, that's fine. Just don't try to sneak into the Super Bowl after you get here. In fact, Border Patrol should tell them that to make their lives easier. Now that you're here, don't think you're going to get to the Super Bowl, okay? Because <laughs> you can't sneak in there. You snuck in already. That's fine. You can do that. But don't try to sneak in the Super Bowl. That's when Mayorkas will get really mad, all right? <laughs> That's when Mayorkas is really going to lose it on you, okay? All right, listen, I'm going to talk to Daniel Turner next. They're suing climate czar John Kerry. I'll tell you why. And uh, listen. Emmons, my guys, you got, I just texted Matt Kelly a short time ago. I said, time for an estimate on our new bathroom. They did such a great job in the bathroom in our, in our old house. I want them to, to redo the master in our new one. Um, they're a great company. I've been using them now for what, six, seven years. They did my roof, my windows, doors, siding. And yes, in my old house, they remodeled our kitchen and remodeled our bathroom. Emmons really is your one-stop shop. So if you would like, uh, any work done in your home. And if you have a short home, oh, you got to get that inspected because, you know, small little winter leaks now can lead to big costly repairs when the warm weather hits. So call Emmons today at 856-556-3229 for a free estimate or online at emmonsroofing.com or visit the Emmons Design Showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. That's emmonsroofing.com. Remember, I've used them for basically every project in my house. Roofing, Yes, you get a lifetime warranty on that roof. Windows, doors, top of the line, highest quality, and they're great people who will do great work. Matt and Stephanie will make sure you are happy, and that's key. Emmonsroofing.com. Emmonsroofing.com. Tell them I sent you. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Here I am. How you doing, buddy? Oh, Rich, great to be on with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. I know you got a hard stop, so we'll jump right into it. Thank uh, you, brother. John Kerry is, of course, now a hack and a uh, con artist and a hypocrite as he flies around in his private jets, and now he has his daughter lecturing us. But there's a scandal around the climate envoy who's soon to take on a leading role in the Biden re-election campaign. Here to talk about it with me, my buddy Daniel Turner. He's founder and executive director of Power the Future. Daniel Turner, happy Wednesday, brother. Rich, it's always great to be on with you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Kerry is one of those people that just nauseates me. I mean, it's yeah, the horse face I can get over, but the hypocrisy I can't. You know what I mean? You know, he made his money the old-fashioned way. He married a, a rich widow, which we should all do, right? <laughs> you should all look out for a billionaireess who's available, and and then you suddenly are flying on private jets. So, yeah, it's it, he, he's a very loathsome individual. Um, the, the great Rush Limbaugh used to always call him the haughty John Kerry. Yes. And I think that perfectly describes him, right? He doesn't, he doesn't deign to sit with the, the, the regulars. He's probably hasn't had his hands dirty in 50 years, right? He doesn't sit in the cheap seats. He doesn't fly commercial. Um, but he wants you to know that he's coming after your stove and your leaf blower and your car because he's John Kerry. And by the way, I'm not a fan of Heinz ketchup, for the record. All right, just for the record, <laughs> it's not my jam. But uh, all right, so there's a story now that I that I see here. Biden administration sued for hiding John Kerry's staff and coordination with eco groups. John yeah. Kerry and his secret climate office are not above scrutiny and certainly not above the law, according to an energy watchdog. And Daniel Turner, as I go through this, his staff, he's not a cabinet official. He has not been confirmed by the Senate. Correct me if I'm wrong the climate envoy it's a phony job that they just made up right it is and he he is hidden in the state department um and the reason why we are the plaintiff in this suit we filed this lawsuit is because john Kerry refuses to tell us who's on his staff what is their budget what are their goals um you have goals you have business goals you have a boss to a certain extent 
I'm sure the guy who owns the radio station would like to think he's your boss, right? You, you are accountable to someone. We all are in life. And yet John Kerry doesn't think he has the right to tell, we, he has, we have the right to know any of this information. And yet he uses the taxpayer dollars, all these trips he goes on. And he brings dozens of staff and they have meetings and they, they set resolutions. Well, who are those staffers? How much do they make? What are the goals of their meeting? What are they doing? And when you ask John Kerry those questions, he says, I'm not telling you. And we got tired of it. I got tired of it. My group got tired of it. So we had to go the litigation route, which I don't, I got to tell you, I don't want to do. It's going to be expensive. Powerthefuture.com. We need money, right? Like this is not, litigation is expensive, but I have no recourse because I mean, the next part of our conversation, Rich, why do you think he doesn't want to tell us these things? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, uh, listen, Daniel Turner, I'm, I'm grateful you're doing this. I'm grateful you filed this Freedom of Information lawsuit. It's very important. And you filed the complaint in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, listing the U.S. State Department as the defendant. And this, I mean, I'm looking at some of this stuff. I mean, he pays... Kerry pays $4.3 million in salaries per year, the climate envoy. Uh, highest salary listed is at 186000 a year. Median salary is approximately 170000 a year, according to the Boston Herald. So uh, what do these people do all day besides try to control our lives and, and lecture us? I mean, what do they do all day? Exactly. $187,000 is a very good salary. Yes. And if it's and if the job is open, I will quit my job and take it. Right? I mean, that's, that's a very good salary. And yet this person is paid with taxpayer dollars. And presumably this person does work. So they have meetings. Who are they having meetings with? And any other government official that is having government meetings on government time and government offices, you have the right to know. That's the purpose of the Freedom of Information Act. You're not allowed to have secret government offices, secret government conversations. Of course they do, right? They, they try to hide information, but that's not legal. And it's certainly not ethical. And, and even greater than ethical, it's certainly not American, right? We didn't set up a government so that our government actors and leaders and, and, and workers could do things without the full consent and knowledge of the American people. And quite frankly, we don't have consent on any of this, right? We get these mandates no more gas stoves, whether they come from your governor's office in Jersey or in Philadelphia or in Pennsylvania, whether they come from the White House. No one has consented. No one voted on this. No one said, wait, wait, wait what is, is this a referendum? No, I have thus decreed. I, Phil Murphy, have thus decreed that thou shalt drive EVs. And you say, well, what the heck? I, John Kerry's office does this all the time. And they push these mandates down to the governor's level. They push them down to the city level. And I would just love to know who they're talking to in these conversations. What, what's the fact sheet they're using that says, you know what, we better get Jersey to switch to EVs by the end of 2030. We have a right to know these things. And John Kerry refuses to tell us. I love how I am. You got to follow Daniel on Twitter because it's great at Daniel Turner PTF. I love how you tweeted out today. I asked Donald Trump next year to appoint me fossil fuel czar and hide me in the federal government with a secret staff and budget, allowing me to bypass congressional oversight and FOIA laws. It's great. It's funny. But look, I mean, it's funny because it's true. And it's also the, the media would go crazy and everything would be exposed. And you'd have you'd be before Congress. There'd be hearings. They would never allow a fossil 
fuels are to exist. <laughs> I mean, never. I mean, it'd be, it'd be wonderful. It'd be great. But John Kerry's time as Biden's cl- climate envoy, uh, unelected and, un- and unaccountable, and I should point out again, no Senate confirmation whatsoever, 45-person staff, $4,300,000 in salaries, cozied up to China, amassed a large carbon footprint, and you and I, we're all paying for it, Daniel Turner. We're yeah. all paying for it. Yeah, we are. And and when asked, John Kerry's office will say, well, it's really, you know, four million is not a lot of money. And in the grand scheme of the 34 trillion we have in debt, it's not a lot of money. But the money is not the issue. The salaries are not the issue. The work that they do, which affects our daily life, right? Our utility bills are 30 percent higher because of Joe Biden's green agenda. As much as they're celebrating that gas is around three dollars a gallon, it's still 60 cents, 75 cents higher than the day he took office and more than a dollar higher from the average of the Trump administration, right? We are feeling the effects of these green energy mandates and regulations, but we don't know what the inputs are, right? We don't know what the decision-making process is, and we're not allowed to. John Kerry knows, right? His staff knows, and that's uh, uh, absurd. The reason why I tweeted that, and I'm glad I appreciate you, you, you mentioning it, is that the media is also indifferent. And God love you, Rich. It's exactly why we need voices like yours. Because if you weren't covering it, would, a, would local NBC Philadelphia cover it? Of course not. Have they ever mentioned John Kerry? I talk to my beloved 80s-year-old mother in Queens all the time. She says, you know, no one ever covers the fact on the news that the Macy's Day Parade was stopped by climate protesters, that the Rockefeller Christmas tree lighting was stopped by climate. They just don't cover it. Right? The media just covers up for the green movement. They cover up for the traffic blockers, and they cover up for John Kerry. Um, and it's not a two-way street. If I were fossil fuels are with unlimited budget and staff and didn't have to tell anyone, Chuck Todd would be banging on my door, and, and rightfully so. I don't want Donald Trump to have secret agents, secret officers, right, right, secret of agendas. Yeah. So it's, it's just absurd. And, it, again, it, it's a shout-out to you. Because free speech is under attack. We know it. Freedom of information is clearly under attack. And but for people like you who are out there, this information would not get told to the American people. So God love you, Rich. Well, listen, buddy, I appreciate you saying that. There, there's something about Daniel Turner, in addition to the fact that he's a he's a bourbon guy and he's fun to hang out with, and also because he's the founder and executive director of Power of the Future, fighting for American energy, exposing the socialist radical green lies. But he's also a farmer. And, you know, I'm glad that you're here to talk about this because our farmers are under attack constantly. Yeah. And another thing the media is not covering, the corporate media, are all the protests that are happening around the world as more and more people are standing with farmers who are under constant assault from the green movement. Oh, yeah. cows toot and create methane, and oh, agriculture contributes to our carbon footprint. And then, in addition to that, you've got Biden yelling about grocery store prices as if as if uh, the farmers, you know, they're just ripping everybody off, and then all the wholesalers are ripping everybody off, and it's all just a giant scam, Daniel Turner. It has nothing to do with inflation and nothing to do with the attack on energy. No, it, it doesn't. And that's the frustrating thing. And it shows you the, the pernicious nature of our elected officials. Elizabeth Warren went on a tweet rampage just the other day about um, big grocery and how big grocery is raising prices and big grocery is, is greedy. And you say, but for big grocery that they finally discovered they could be greedy in 2023, right? right. It's the same when they called oil companies. Oil companies are raising their prices and profiteering. Boy, they, they finally figured out we could do that. Uh, it's amazing how all these things have suddenly happened under Joe Biden's administration that 
that the AMP realized that they could charge 40% more and they just decided to do it. Farmers are way under attack. If I could clone myself, I guess we have to give Elon Musk a couple more years and I probably will, Mm -hmm. as freaky as it is. If I could clone myself, I would do farming issues as much as I could do energy issues because farmers, energy is the lifeblood of our economy and and everything and we need to eat. And those two issues are so under attack by the radical Greens, by the John Kerry's, by the Joe Biden. So I appreciate the shout out to to America's farmers. Well, and also, you know, something else that I think is very, very important to note about all this is that it never stops. I mean, they wake up every day thinking, what can they come for next? Now it's your <laughs> tires. I mean, I saw this the other other day in the Wall Street oh, Journal. Oh, gosh, yes. You know, now the climateers want to come for your tires. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but uh, tires are kind of essential and safe yeah. tires on the road. Kind of an important deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and what they're going to do in the name of of the environment is they're going to make you buy crappier, lighter, thinner tires that are going to wear out twice as fast, and you're going to have to replace them more. And they're going to say, we can't make these really good tires. Look how much rubber it requires, and that requires more oil, and that's bad for the environment. So you have to use this tire that we designed, and that tire stinks just like your dryer stinks, just like you have to flush the toilet twice now, and that stinks on multiple levels because they have decided you can't have a three-gallon tank anymore. We have decided, have we saved all this water, right? Suddenly we're flush with water because we're not flushing it down the toilet? No, you just flush twice as much. You use the dryer twice as much. You Appliances stink. You wash your dishes twice as much because your dishwasher stinks. Because idiots in the government think they know better. And so, yeah, the attack on tires, get, get ready, right? People used to look at Power of the Future and be like, those guys are freaking crazy, right? We were fringe. We, and, we, and I admit it, I am a little crazy. But boy, yeah, they're coming after way. everyone in a good way. But now if you're a tire manufacturer, you'll be like, oh, boy, now we're next. And you know what? They're going to come for you next and then you and then you. And they're not going to stop. You know, it was funny. The other day, I had a guy come over. We moved into our new house, and the fridge needed to be... Congrats. Thank you very much. The fridge needed to be tweaked. And it's my buddy Ray, and he's, uh, he's part of the Zeoli Army. He's a great guy. I came over to repair it. It's a, it's a sub-zero refrigerator from the 1980s. And he said to me... Keep this going as long as you possibly can, you know, because if yep. you the, the new fridges now, first of all, people don't even know the chemicals are causing them to explode. That's number one. Number two is that they, they, they do not last as long. He goes, you have a 1965 Chevy Camaro for a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Do not give it. Same with the little bar fridge that we got, too. You know, I thought, well, yep. maybe I'll replace it because it's kind of out of style. He says, no, do not replace nope. that. Do not. And I, I think that's an important lesson people are realizing now when you go into older homes. And you think I'm going to upgrade it? I'm going to remodel this? I'm going to take out the old, you know, the old appliances? Don't do it because they actually work. And they were made in America, and they were made by American companies and American workers, and they were quality products. You're absolutely right. And we used to laugh at our parents and grandparents because their things were so old. But they didn't throw away their lawnmower. And how many of you have already replaced lawnmowers two and three times? Expensive right. lawnmowers, right? Two and three and four times. How many times have we replaced? And yet, remember, my dad used to have that car, and he drove it for fifteen years. We don't have that anymore because we make crappy products for multiple reasons. One, they're made overseas by by nine year old girls, and they're not good at making cars. 
Um, we, the China uses mostly child and slave labor, right? And then secondly, we have these idiots in Washington, D.C. who think that they know what cars should be made of and what dishwashers and appliances. And this, these are all the mandates that are trickling down from the Biden administration. And a lot of them are being driven by this secretive John Kerry office. They stuck it in the State Department to make it look like it was, no, we're just talking to our friends around the world. No, they're not. And the proof of that they're not doing it is that they refuse to tell us what they actually are doing. And I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm done with the secrecy, right? The Inflation Reduction Act, Rich, what was it? A trillion dollars in green spending. Well, why didn't you call it that? The border bill. Is it a border bill? No, it's $60 billion for Ukraine. Why don't you call it a Ukraine bill? White supremacy, right? They'll just change the subject on you. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of government lying. Did you see the report about a million of the jobs Biden claimed were created last year are all just fake numbers, right? The the, the Labor Department flubs their numbers. I'm tired of government lying to us. We don't deserve this. And I've said this so many times in your great program because of where you are. In your city, 250 years ago, more or less, that's where it was born, that people said, I am done with this crap. The American people are getting to that point. And I don't want violence, but I want a revolution because I am tired of people like John Kerry, the haughty John Kerry, having secret budgets, secret meetings, secret staff and passing mandates down my throat. I'm sick of it. Well, thanks to you and your group, Power of the Future, powerofthefuture.com. You'll be seeing John Kerry in court, hopefully, to get the information that you are seeking here. It's a shame you got to fight this fight, but I'm grateful you're doing it every day. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Thanks, brother. It's just about that time, so go grab a cocktail. Amen. Thanks, Rich. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And I want to tell you about NJ Diet, njdiet.com. Listen, you can lose the weight for good, for real and for good, the natural way, the NJ Diet way. Listen, there's there's a thing about all these other things out there. You know, there's shots and hormones and surgery and none of that with NJ Diet. No prepackaged foods, no nonsense, just the real deal because it works with your biochemistry. It works with your DNA to make sure they customize a weight loss plan specific for you so you lose the weight guaranteed and you keep the weight off, and that's key as well. Just go to NJDiet.com, NJDiet.com. You'll lose the weight. You'll feel great and None of the side effects, uh, side effects from from all the the nonsense on the market right now, all these drugs and hormones and surgeries and everything else. NJ Diet, you get the doctor's personal email, the doctor's personal phone number. You get all of that because they are there for you every step of the way, and that's why it's contractually guaranteed. NJDiet.com, lose the weight for good, 855-5-NJ-DIET or NJDiet.com. All right, I got to get out of here. My buddy Michael Pelk is going to take over. I'm going up to Wayne. Main Point Books in Wayne. Hopefully I'll see you there for the Terry Hayes event, our special speaker series event with Terry Hayes tonight. I'm super excited about it. And uh, I don't know if they have tickets left, but you can check 1210WPHD.com, and hopefully I will see you up there. So enjoy the rest of the show tonight with my buddy, Michael Pelka, Stunt Brain, and I'll be back with you tomorrow with three. In the meantime, keep the conversation going on Twitter. Yesterday, I got retweeted by Senator Rand Paul, which is very, very cool. My joke about Biden wearing his Ukraine tie 
which was given to him as because he was employee of the month in 2015, uh, went viral. And that's good because when that happens, it brings out the trolls. And the trolls are fun. Oh, yes, the trolls are very fun. You know, all these people were turning around going, wow, Rich, you got a lot of nasty people that follow you. No, no, no. It's just that since Senator Rand Paul retweeted it, I got all his trolls in addition to my trolls, which is fun, which is a good time. And make sure you do that, please. Uh, X, as they say, follow along on X. Uh, but the, the big thing, though, and I played this earlier for you before I, 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 I mentioned this, though, about Nikki Haley losing to none of the above. Great, great movie, Brewster's Millions. I don't know. Somebody said it was the end of Richard Pryor's career. I, I disagree. I think Pryor had it all the way up to the end. And Brewster's Millions is a, is a gem. It's a gem. I may have to go rewatch it tonight. I love Pryor. I miss Pryor. He's one of those guys. He could could he exist in this world of cancel culture today? I don't know. But the good news is the comedians are fighting back, which is great. The comedians are fighting back, and maybe we're winning this. I mean, the fact that Shane Gillis is going to host Saturday Night Live, uh, what on the twenty fourth? That's great. It's good. So maybe we are finally winning the war on cancel culture. Maybe maybe it's coming back and going in our direction, which is. Um, which would be nice, as they say. All right, enjoy the rest of your night. Michael Pelka is up next for my final hour, and I'm back with you tomorrow right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Thank you. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.